0: hey guys welcome back to young and Saved with daniel webron and i'd like to apologize for not uploading any episodes for the whole month of november i am seriously sorry about that one it was really beyond my control so i could not do anything about it first i had issues with my phone Second I had issues with the internet and then I had issues with work so it just kept on piling up and just getting worse over time but unfortunately I found uh, a few moments that I can use to record an episode for you guys and I'm really grateful for them because I could have missed them so yeah i know when i uploaded the last episode it was supposed to be part of a two-part series of which i was quiet for like five weeks so that's like really really bad but i really really apologize about that but um we're just gonna have to carry on from there because it is a very crucial topic and it's something that must be addressed and so that we can move on with our how to be christian series so for those of you that are joining in for the first time um this podcast is for young people it can be for anyone as well because we do touch on certain things that adults as well can relate to so i'm not basically limiting anyone to any age group but i am saying that um this podcast is mainly for the youth right so if you're a young person this one is mainly for you so yeah if you're older it's still fine you can listen to the podcast because it's suitable for everyone really it's not limited to anyone or anything because all the time i'm also gonna get older i'm not gonna remain this young so yeah uh i guess that's all i had to say regarding that so um we are on a series called how to be christian series and we've been discussing things like music things like peer pressure and human philosophy and all those things right and the last episode that we had was regarding the 10 commandments and whether we are good people or we are bad people and what does the bible say so Just to revise, this is a scripture that we did not look at, but I feel like I should just give it out to everyone, right? So that we can just have an understanding because it's like the most clear scripture when it comes to the topic that we had last time, right? So, this scripture is um, Mark 10, verse 18 and it's about when jesus was approached by the rich man who wanted to be his disciple and then jesus told him that if the person wants to inherit a um, eternal life and follow jesus christ he has to give up all his riches right and the guy ended up not doing that because he had so many things to his name so um in verse 18 of the scripture he actually in this 17 he actually called jesus good teacher and then jesus was like why do you call me good only god is good all right that is verse 18 mark 10 verse 18 why do you call me good jesus asked only god is is truly good right so this basically answers the question to the podcast episode that we had last time regarding whether we are good people or are we bad people and from what i've understood and from what we all understood is that we are all bad people because we've committed sins and before god sins are crimes Right? it can be a small sin like a lie and it can be a huge sin like stealing a hundred million dollars from the bank it's all bed and well all the same before the eyes of god none of us are good and there is a verse in romans i don't know where to find it so i can't really mention where exactly to find it but it does say that none of us are righteous not even one of us right but i'm sure some other versions put it as none of us are good so basically that is what we learned and we all learned that we are all bad people i am one of the worst people on it so i cannot justify myself so yeah we we all have our shortcomings the bible does say that for all have fallen short of the glory of god so today we're going to be carrying on on, carrying on on that but like the title suggests we're going to be talking about the grace of god the law of moses and the holy spirit and what salvation truly is so i'll see you on the next segment back and right now we're gonna get into um the first part of today's episode so we're gonna be talking about the law of moses but um we're also gonna be touching on grace right this one is mainly on grace and how it is for us like how we gain this grace and what grace really means and how we live under it right and um under the law of moses people had to follow serious rules like guys it was strict it was too strict right now there's it's not strict for us right for christians right now we have way better rules that are super chilled But back in the time of Moses, people had to follow a certain set of rules, which is very, very difficult to keep up with. For example, if someone committed a sin, they would have to make a sacrifice and sacrifices were actually a common thing you're supposed to do them and also um if you if you want to re- if you want a reference regarding sacrifices you can look at the story of abraham and isaac when um god tested abraham by making him sacrifice isaac of which he later did not sacrifice isaac but it was a test so sacrifices were a thing during the law but then um abraham wasn't living under the law but you can still see that sacrifices were an important thing during the time of the old testament and i know most people say that um christians do not follow the law of moses anymore that is Partly true, but it is not 100% true because there are certain things that we still follow under the law of Moses. For example, the Ten Commandments. The Bible says, Do not lie, lying and sin. And I think it's in Corinthians where it does mention that um, there are certain sins that, or certain types of people that will not inherit the kingdom of God. Idolaters, thieves, adulterers liars and fornicators all those people right murderers we mentioned homosexuals everyone the bible says that they not in the kingdom of god right so when so these are things that um the ten commandments cover right the ten Commandments commandments say do not steal if you steal you become a thief if you lie you become a liar if you commit adultery you become an adulterer and the ten commandments say that we should not commit adultery we should not lie we should not steal and these things i think that is still happening in today's world right and right now people like saying that you know christianity is too hard there are so many things that christianity puts on us like it's too much pressure for me i can't really be a christian because you know i really can't keep up with all those things but um Let's look at it this way Under the law of Moses If you were found Committing adultery You were going to be stoned You see this because um, If we look in I think it's in Matthew Where um, The woman who was found committing adultery Was brought, brought to Jesus And Jesus Wrote down on the ground And then the Pharisees left and what he wrote was that, let he who has no sin cast off a stone. Right. Here, yeah, exactly. Here, yeah, again, um, shows that we are also not going to be because we all have sin. Right. So, also, the other thing that is there is that this woman had to be stoned because of the law of Moses. Because that's the proposal that the Pharisees had brought to Jesus. Because they had, one, they wanted to test Jesus and see what he was going to say. Right. So, that's. If the woman was saved because Jesus said "Let he who has no sin Cast the stone." But then she was saved by grace And of which as Christians right now We're living under grace So this excuse of saying that Christianity Has too many rules And is too strict is a lie Right so because um, If it was too strict We'd be living under the Old Testament Right we wouldn't be living under the salvation That Jesus Christ came to give us Right, so um christianity is like i think if for those of you that were there from the start you've listened to the episode that is titled how to be christian and it discussed that being a christian is not just a title it's a way of life and it's a set of beliefs and what we believe as as christians is that jesus christ came and died on the cross for our sins because first of all the bible does say that we are not good right so if we're not good we need someone who can make us good right But, please do not misquote me, when you become born again, you are not exactly a good person you become mainly a righteous person because now you're following the way that god wants you to take right you no longer find pleasure in sin but you still have sins that you commit on a daily basis right we all have our sins right it doesn't necessarily have to be a huge sin or a habitual sin it can be a passive sin for example lying like oh someone comes to you and says do you do you have the time and you're like no i don't have the time and then you're looking at your phone or you're looking at your watch right those are passive sins we're basically lying and we don't see it this is why we pray saying that lord please forgive us for the sins that we commit consciously and unconsciously right so um these are things that we all do right we all have these sins but then jesus christ died on the cross so that we can be saved right so we 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 were saved by the death of jesus christ because um This was a covenant that God had already planned from the beginning of the world, right? There's so many things that could happen if Jesus did not die on the cross for us for example we wouldn't be in freedom in the freedom that we have right now right because if you look at our lives if we look at the world right now there's so much sin around us right so many people are doing so many evil things right we have legalizations of things that god does not allow for example murder is now legalized in the form of abortion and homosexuality is now legalized under lgbt rights right i mean people can do whatever they want god gave us free will but then this is wrong for us christians to follow right so people are actually saved there's no strict rules or anything like that we are actually saved because of the salvation that is there and Many people take advantage of that because they feel like you know what, I'm not gonna die. It's not like lightning is gonna strike me, but one day all of us are gonna die. And when we die, where do we go? And when we die, are we going to be good people or bad people? Because we become good when we receive the, the the glorious bodies or the glorified bodies in heaven, right? And that is described in Revelation and is also described in corinthians i think it's chapter the first corinthians all right? so yeah all those things are discussed right and we receive these things we, we, we will not have um impure thoughts by that time but for now we do have sins right but then we can repent of the sins daily pray every single day when you wake up when you sleep when you're breathing right, pray about those things that you deal with, right? For me, I know I deal with looking, right? And you know what I'm talking about, right? there are many pretty girls out there guys i'm not gonna lie and say you no i don't see them i do i have two eyes that god gave me but jesus said that if your eye causes you to sin black it out what that means is i have to avoid sinning but if i am a sinful person i don't take if, if i'm a sinful person i take pleasure in looking at women but if i'm not a sinful pl- person I don't take pleasure in looking at women lustfully, really, right? So, I I have to black out my eyes by looking to the left if the woman is on the right, right? So basically, this are the, these are the things that are there. So when we become born again, we basically or, or change the way that we are because we have a new spirit working within us, and that spirit is called the Holy Spirit, and He is god right god the spirit remember god is a trinity from our first episodes the trinity is god the father the son and the holy spirit right it's a triple godhead right so yeah so when we become born again it's not like we are now good people no we still have our bad things right we'll become good when we have no sin at all right and i know someone might be asking like okay how can jesus say no one is truly good when we say that jesus is good and he's saying that no one is good except god isn't that contradicting no it's not why because jesus is god as well right so he was talking about himself as well like if we look at the life of jesus we know that when he walked on this planet he never ever committed any sin so he's basically the standard of good as well right so today we're going to be looking at scriptures coming from the book of john right we have the book of john chapter 3 and it's the story of nicodemus visiting jesus christ um at night or or was it in the evening right and we're going to be reading from chapter chapter 3 verse 1 to 21 john 3 chapter 3 verse 1 to 21 so brace yourselves because i'm reading all of this and forgive me if i make any errors i'm reading this from the nlt version this one is saying nlt 2018 in case you have an updated one or something like that all right so this is what it says there is a man named Nicodemus a religious leader who was a Pharisee after dark one evening he came to speak with Jesus rabbi he said we all know that god has sent you to teach us your miraculous signs are evidence that god is with you jesus replied i tell you the truth you are unless you are born again you cannot see the kingdom of god what do you mean exclaimed Nicodemus. how can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again jesus replied i assure you no man can enter the kingdom of god without being born of water and the spirits human can human can produce only human life but the holy spirit gives birth to spiritual life so don't be surprised when i say to you you must be born again the winds blow the wind blows wherever it wants just as you can hear the wind but can't tell where it is going or where it is coming from, so you can't explain how people are born of the spirit. How are these things possible? Nicodemus asked. Jesus replied, You are a respected Jewish teacher, and yet you don't understand these things. I assure you, we'll tell you what you we know and we have seen, and yet you won't believe our testimony. But if you don't believe me when I tell you everything, how can you? How- can you possibly believe me if i tell you having about heavenly things no one has ever gone to heaven in return but the son of man has come down from heaven and as moses lifted up the bronze snake on the pole in the wilderness so the son of man must be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life for this is how god loved the world he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish all who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed but those who do what is right come to the light so others can see what they're doing what that they're doing what God wants and I know it's quite a lot of I'm sorry about that um, my phone's lead but um I I know it's quite a, a lot of scriptures right there but um I'm sure there's a lot of things that we've learned already before we even start discussing this. So um here Nicodemus was asking Jesus like we know god has sent you because of the evidence right of your miracles but jesus straight up said to him this nicodemus had not even asked the question but jesus said you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven unless you are born again and nicodemus was wondering how do i get into my mother's womb bro but then jesus was like listen you don't have to go back into your mother's womb you are born spiritually right so like i explained earlier on that when we become born again we have a new spirit within us and that is the holy spirit so this is why jesus said that you have to be baptized with water and with the spirit for you to be born again right many of us can say you "No, know, i'm a born again christian and i've been baptized before but then we still live, lead lives of sin right i i was born again before like i think i got born again at 12, Right by mistake because i did not understand what was happening my mom was like you just need to get baptized i was like okay cool and i went through with it i did not know what that was right but then when i came to understand what salvation means i realized whoo i'm a bad person and i do need that water i need to get washed like i needed you know if it was possible just put soap and just grab the sins out of me but fortunately there's something stronger than 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 soap and that is the blood of jesus christ so he basically washed away all our sins right and god sent his one and only son that we may all be saved so we all have our bad things we all have the bad that we do but we can be saved by this because there is judgment against us right because i know most of you are like but dude in verse 18 it says there's no judgment against anyone who believes in him yeah there is no judgment against anyone who believes in him but we are all born sinners all uh, right so if you were born uh, the moment you're born like when you came out of your mother's womb and you're like, yo, me, I'm a Christian. Did you do that? No. The first thing you say when you were born, I was like, wah. So we cannot say that um, there's no judgment against us because before we came to know Christ, we led a different kind of life. And the life without Christ is a life of sin, right? Even if it looks decent, there are certain sins that we commit. Like you can find yourself committing sins that you're not aware that, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing this, right? like lying to get out of a situation some will say not it's okay for you to lie because it, it depends on the situation no it's not okay for you to lie right you don't have to lie right but if you don't have to tell anyone anything then don't tell but don't lie right because it's a sin but then when you are living in the world you don't know that you think you know what, it's okay because it helps me escape right and like I say, there is judgment against us, right? Because Jesus said, But anyone who does not believe in Him is already being judged for not believing in God's one and only Son. We are all born sinners. So this means judgment was already upon us when we were born. So it does not really matter how much you think you were saved on the day of your birth because your mother is a pastor, your father is a pastor. Like the anointing was, you know, the anointing is not on you right the anointing is in the name of Jesus Christ so we all have to be saved we all have to be born again of the water and of the spirit this is what Jesus said right so many times we "You thinking not I'm okay the way I am but we're not right when most of us are sinful we have sins that we commit on a daily basis right Imagine committing certain sins Outside of Christ And then like we commit sins inside Like we are already in the faith But there are sins that we commit Now imagine how bad it is outside Because there is no repentance And at any time someone can die And they can go to hell But then because Jesus came to save us This means we will have eternal life Because in verse 16 it does say that So that everyone who believes in him Will not perish but have eternal life Right so we all need this right and just like jesus said that um we need to be born of water and of the spirit right and i think okay i did not okay i was confused or something i'm sorry but um we all need the salvation we all need to change to be good people to change our minds to change our hearts and to change our bodies not that i'm saying we need to become transgender or something like that no 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 changing our bodies means there are certain things that we have on our bodies that we do not need right for example if you have um certain tattoos like maybe uh, uh, an, an F word on your on your skin. I mean, these days it's possible for you to get it a tattoo removed or covered up, so you can make a plan, right? You don't necessarily have to get a new tattoo, but you can just cover it up and you just change that F you into like I love you or something. You get what I'm saying, right? And it can maybe lead, we can also use clothing, right? especially for the ladies not that i'm going against ladies in case they're feminists who are listening to this of which if you're practicing feminism you really need to do research on what you're following but that's a topic for another day but um what i'm saying is even for ladies there are certain clothes that you wear that you're not supposed to be wearing so when you become born again you change a lot that's why the bible says or that's why jesus said that we must all um love the lord our god with all our minds and our strength right so we need to change the way that we are and we can only change that by being born again how do we get born again through baptism so the law of moses like jesus did speak about it that in the wilderness they lifted up a bronze snake and i think i skipped this i don't know how but i think i skipped it but i hope i didn't but jesus said that um in the wilderness they lifted up, up a brown snake that was the law of moses and the snake people had to look at it for them to be saved when there was a case in the desert where people were being beaten up by snakes right so um they had to look at the snake for them to get healing right so now we don't have to look at the snake the snakes those days have many different controversial topics if you are not in zimbabwe or south africa you are blessed because you have no idea what snakes can do this side just research on it just look for someone called Jackie pamote and you will see what i'm talking about she just exposed people but let us carry on so um we look to jesus for our safety we look to jesus for our saving we no longer have to look to the world you no longer have to look to his pleasures or anything like that you didn't get saved by waking up to jesus right so when we get the holy spirit now what happens where do we see the change and i will talk about the change in the next segment Welcome back guys so now we're going to be talking about the works of the holy spirit and how we stop sinning like it doesn't mean that you automatically stop sinning and you live a life of no sin and you'll be perfect on this earth not yet but what this means is that you will have the holy spirit like i said previously that the holy spirit is the one that takes control of you right and it's not like he is full control of you that you become a zombie no he still gives you a free will right you still have your choices that's why you feel you find that when you get tempted as christians we still have the choice to sin or not to sin and that is where the works of the of the spirit come right but let me replace that word works with the word fruits because that's what we're going to be talking about, and. Um, the title of this segment is We can call it just living by the spirit's power Right But you most probably read the holy spirit But it's basically living by the spirit's power And we're going to be getting our reading from um, Galatians 5 That right? is from verse 16 up to the end And by the end I mean verse 26. So don't be shocked and say Oh bro how many verses are there No it's just a few verses just like 10 or so i think my method is correct unless i'm wrong but anyways so in this chapter uh, of the book of galatians paul is talking to the galatians regarding how we change from our sinful nature and we become christians and the difference that comes with it because our sinful nature is basically our physical nature right the bodies that we are in like i said, that becoming a new creation does not mean that you have stopped sinning automatically right becoming a new creation means there's something new that is working within you like um i did talk about this in the previous segment that when you are in the world you are unaware of sins like you look at lying as something that you know it's fine because it can help me escape a certain situation but when you become born again and you're baptized by the holy spirit and with water in the name of jesus christ to the father then you will have a total difference right so for me when i became born again right the second time because i did get baptized when i was 12 and i had no idea what was happening but then when i got baptized at 18 right it was 2019 so yeah i was 18 right so when i got baptized at 18 i thought you know what i'm done i'm no longer gonna sin guys i was told it does not mean you're not gonna stop sinning and i thought you know because now i'm born again this is over but let me tell you sin was like bro if you thought i was done i am going to show you flames and he showed me more than flames i don't even know if sin is a thing but yeah like he, he, the sin showed me flames guys i saw flames coming from sin like sometimes i'll, I'll be overwhelmed and i would give in but um the more i started reading the word of god thankfully to the lockdown if it wasn't for the lockdown i wouldn't be reading the bible but um thanks to the lockdown i i i started understanding what it means to be born again and i would suggest that you really read your bible every single day you read a new chapter every single day read something new even if you've gone through it like you cannot memorize those 66 books so don't tell me that bruh i've read the old testament and the new testament so i'm good no you're not hey you still need to read the whole book every single day of your life till the day you die except that if you are in hospital and then you're like ish now i can't read my bible right now because i'm sick but just make sure you know scriptures so that whenever you are sick you're like "You okay the bible says the just shall be by faith and by his stripes were healed and if i pray for anything and believe it in my heart that i shall receive it then yeah you you, because you know scripture then you can be saved in that situation but if you don't know scripture guys you won't be saved in a situation like a a deathbed type of situation not that you're gonna die but you're close to death and i've had friends who have been in those situations and i was super scared like i was living there but like i was so scared Alright, so you can imagine what it would be like to be in a situation like that and you don't know what to do or what to say to God. Alright. And you need the scriptures, guys. Alright. And also, um, when you know scriptures, you also know how to deal with sin. Because for me, I I deal with looking, like I say, guys, there are many beautiful girls out there, and I'm not even gonna lie to you, say know? Um, I don't look at girls and uh, a last woman and i do right there are moments whereby i'm like oh that girl is hot but no instead of me sweating because of the hotness I should be freaking out because I'm sweating because most probably I'm already in hell. So if I know the Bible, I know what to do. So I remember scriptures. So for me, instead of sweating, what I do, I'm like, oh, 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 the Bible says that if my eye causes me to sin, I have to pluck it out. So that's exactly what I do. Right, I black out my eye, like literally, I gouged it out. Like, right now, I'm blind, guys. I can't even see. I literally have someone holding the mic for me so that I can record this. I'm joking, but you do need to practice certain things because of what the word says, and you only practice those things if you know the word. So, I'm going to be reading from Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 26, and it's talking about living by the spirits power right it's not like we're going to cover everything that is mentioned in this passage but there are particular things that we we'll have to look at and they are mainly the, the fruits of the flesh and the fruits of the spirit right please memorize these things if you're not a writer like me and let's memorize them that you, this fruits of the flesh and there's fruits of the spirit and they are two different things in it very very identifiable like you can tell the difference i'm like oh that's the flesh oh that's the spirit so um verse 16 says this is paul by the way so he's saying so i say let the holy spirit guide your lives then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves the sinful nature wants to do evil which is the opposite of what the spirit wants and the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires these two forces are constantly fighting each other so you are not free to carry out your good intentions but when you are directed by the spirit you're not under the obligation to the law of moses When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, those are the results. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarrelling, jealousy, outbursts or outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division envy drunkenness world parties and other sins like these let me tell you again as i have before that anyone living a sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of god i hope that seems fine. right and then verse 22 says but the holy spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passion of their sinful nature to His cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the lead, the Spirit's leading in every situation, in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. The end. So, this is very very informative right? if we just look at it in general it talks about how we have a sinful nature that is still within us right but when we become born again we have the holy spirit who can help us because it does say that we should follow the leading of the holy spirit right and why do you need to follow the leading of the holy spirit because you will get tempted and you will find yourself in situations whereby you're like you now, I um, fornication is like hello, or masturbation is like hello, or lying is like hello. But if you let the Holy Spirit lead you, you do what is right. So, the Holy. Okay, before I talk about that, um, as a person, um, you have three voices that talk to you. The voice of God, that is the voice of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Your voice and then the voice of satan right so the voice of god okay let me just your voice like what am i supposed to do in this situation for example maybe you're being confronted by the cops and they're like why are you not wearing a face mask not that i'm saying that um wearing a fa- not wearing a face mask it will get you into jail but um they'll ask you why are you not wearing a face mask right and you're like um let me see what should i do And and you know the reason why not wearing your face mask is because maybe you just do not feel like wearing it and you weren't really worried but then um god is like just tell them the truth right just don't like them or apologize and wear the face mask and follow their rules But then the devil be like yo just tell them bro I've got asthma and I have breathing issues But if I wear this mask continuously I'm just gonna faint And it sounds logical and it sounds like, yeah, this is a smooth one, but you know, it's not going to work for you. So you have three voices. One is wondering, where should I go? Then the other one is telling you, go this way. And the other one is telling you, go that way. So you follow the one that is teaching you good. Not the voice, because Satan can also deceive you and tell you, you know, God has put you in this situation. because all things work together for, people, for those that love the lord so don't really worry about lying and it's okay no it's not okay because the devil will use scripture to twist it for his own agenda he did that with jesus christ so imagine what he can do with you or me so yeah we need to lead to be led by the holy spirit we need to listen to that voice which tells us, yo don't do this bro it's not gonna save you right so we should follow the leading of the holy spirit because when we become born again we have nailed our desires and passions like all the things that are in our flesh they're no longer within. they like oh ish, there's no room for me anymore right that's that's how we are as born again christians right so i'm gonna be focusing on the part mainly the part which talks about um the fruits of the spirit and the fruits of the flesh right i'm just gonna touch uh, maybe three from each right so um but because of time maybe it might be less. i'm not sure i'll just see so um the first one would be sexual immorality which is a fruit of the of the stuff your sinful desires or a sinful nature right sexual immorality can be covered up in a lot of things right and sexual immorality is mainly an act right for example um if someone is tempted to commit adultery that is not sexual immorality those are lustful desires right but then if they do commit adultery then that becomes sexual immorality so if someone has temptation to masturbate and then they actually feel like doing it that is not for desires but then when they um say not no let me not do this they haven't me. but if they do it that's morally morality. so it, 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 i i know um some people might feel like you know i look at girls the way super h does because super h is me by the way that's my nickname like i look at girls the way daniel looks and you know what i think i'm a sexually immoral person no yeah it lasts for a person right and you need to say, so you know what? i don't want that right i want to believe that the holy spirit so just a, some advice guys i know when you're walking in town like i do you will see things but then if you see a girl right and if you just look like you see her at once like oh okay all right i've seen you right you've seen him if you look a second time that's where the problem is because it's not like you're going to be working on the road looking down all the and you always see people right the same way you see one thing if you look at it twice then there's is an issue so you should be able to resist those things right so as christians we don't have those things right and if you look at young couples like teen couples because i i did make an episode regarding dating and right? and if you haven't listened to it i'll suggest you do it is if you haven't if you're a young person and you are in a relationship or you're planning on getting into one and you're not sure what to do just listen to that episode where you can see it on your profile so um as young couples right you find that when you're with your boyfriend or you're with your girlfriend maybe you're just the two of you and i'm talking about straight people like right? i'm not talking about homosexuals that's a different situation but still there is um 20 cases which is not the, it's not the normal kind no offense to anyone but honestly i think you just listen even to the previous episodes the one about dating as well you understand what i'm talking about because it's not like i'm afraid to say that i don't support lgbt i don't support it this is what i go with you can call me hateful or whatever but it's fine All right i live for god i don't live for anyone so yeah but um let's say you're with your boyfriend or you're with your girlfriend They're in a secluded area and then um hormones start doing their thing All right and especially for boys you know what your hormones do for girls at least they have more self-control so when you feel those things right you have to flee right and the holy spirit will tell you just get out of that situation right the advice that i got is that if you hang out with your girlfriend don't be in a private place be in a place where everyone else can see you where two or more are gathered right besides the two of you just have two or more gathered right it don't have to be in the nose name just but but be in a place whereby everyone else can see you right and by everyone else i don't mean your friends who want to be an og no i'm talking about people who hold you accountable for example go to a restaurant but don't go to the park in your car that kind of a situation Right, those things lead to sexual immorality, fornication, and impurity. Right, so for young couples, you'll find that you deal with those things. But then, if you're a born again young person, like I know young people who are born again, just like me, they don't practice those things. Right, they, they have self control, and as Christians, we should have self control because the Bible does say that the, the fruit of the Spirit is self control. Right, so when we have self control, we're able to overcome all those things. Right? You know that okay i have to be patient if i want to sleep with this person i have to do it the godly way right and not because you're not i want to sleep with them but like i i i have to do what god says i love this person i respect them and the last thing i want to do is to break their heart just because i want five minutes of fun but because i want the rest of my life to be with them right so as christians we should know those things right that you know the devil will tell you do is just it's so nice just try it out no it's not nice because you will be left in guilt and you feel like you're far away from god and that's exactly what the devil wants right but then when you have the holy spirit working within you you won't want to do these things. You will feel tempted, but you'll be like, no, because if you want to do it, whenever you get tempted, like, oh okay, let's go. But if you're not tempted but if you don't if you're if you don't want to do it and like ah, let me see that means you don't want to do it. If you think twice about it, that means you are not into it. And that means the Holy Spirit is definitely within But then there are moments whereby we give in. But do your best to let the Holy Spirit lead you. Right? Because when we have self-control, there is nothing that Saturn can use against us that can cause any sort of sin. Because when self-control comes in, we can even look at maybe outbursts of anger. For example, when your your parents are telling you you should come home at 6 p.m. I don't want you to come home later than that. And like, why? And you, you feel like Resting on the anger and like you know what i want to live my life and like i'm 19 so uh, well i'm getting 20 soon on the 8th of december this year so yeah i can he, like my mom was like dude i want you home at 6 p.m and i'm like bruh, bruh. i'm like 18. i'm saying like i shouldn't be i shouldn't be having chapter and everything all my friends don't want to no first of all my mom is black she will slap me right and, and you know black parents they don't tolerate nonsense so honestly as christians we should have self-control that you not know, okay i'm not gonna disrespect my mother because the bible says honor your mother and your father right so as christians we should honor our parents right we should be willing to listen to what the holy spirit s- says because when we have gentleness we know how to honor our parents and we know how to treat our boyfriends or our girlfriends or our friends as a just in general or anyone that we come across no matter who they are no matter how poor they look or how rich they look, you know how to be gentle with everyone. So, those are the things that come with the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit is working within you, there's a difference. So, you no longer follow this information and you don't have to take advantage of grace. So, for you to become a genuine Christian, you do need to get baptized. You do need to get born again the way jesus was baptized that's an example for us to follow be deep in the water your whole body not someone with a cup putting your finger into the carpet and pull on your forehead that's not baptism that's putting water on your finger and then on your forehead that's nothing uh, so you should get fully baptized with true intention knowing what you're doing then you will no longer be a bad person to some extent you still will be because you have your sins that God wants to judge you for, but if your name is in the book of life, God will say, oh, ah, oh, your bail has been paid, Jesus, Jesus went to, on, on to the cross for you, ah, you are safe, but don't be that person and be like, yes, Jesus, died on the cross, like, you'll be shocked that Jesus actually did die on the cross, you're like, what? I thought that was a lie, no, don't be that kind of a person, be like, yes, i'm saved so you should practice genuine repentance right and you repent every single day of your life like for all the sins you commit when you sleep pray lord please forgive me for my sins that i committed throughout this day intentionally and unintentionally right so as christians those are practices for all of us and we need to put these things into place every single day in our hearts and we can share it with everyone as well so I hope this two-part series helped you, and I truly apologize for being quiet for like five weeks. But I'm back now, and I promise to do my best to upload a new episode as frequent as possible and at the correct time so yeah i'm really sorry guys about that but i hope this has helped you and please share this podcast with many people because we have like 20 countries here listening to this and that's amazing i mean, i never expected that in, some, in such a short space of time but yeah share it with your people in your country here so that you know we have an audience all over the world because everyone must hear the gospel of god so yeah um may god bless you and i pray that you may have a great week and i'll see you the next time oh i'll hear you no you guys are hearing me yeah i will do that on the next episode so yeah enjoy your week and may the lord jesus christ take care of you and may you put your faith and trust in him always and i'm out